Welcome to Aging in Full Bloom with Lisa Stockdale, sponsored by Capital Healthcare Network, an Ohio-based, family-owned and operated company providing solutions that help seniors age on their own terms. Those solutions include home care, senior living, nursing home and rehab care, and hospice. Learn more at CapitalHealthCareNetwork.com. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. I have two very special guests in the studio with me, sisters, Kara and Sarah. I call them the Huff the Huff Girls, the Huff Sisters. Um, they both have different last names. And they happen to own the company that I work for, and they sponsor this podcast. So thank you for that. Um, the reason I asked them to come on is because our company, Capital Healthcare Network, is family-owned and operated. And we tout that in our collateral and our literature. But I thought, wouldn't it be fun if we talked about what that really means? What does it really mean to be family owned and operated. So first of all, ladies, thank you for joining me. You're welcome. Thank you, Lisa. So, Kara, I'll start with you. You're the oldest sister. Yes. Yes. Not by so. much. <laughs> I am. <laughs> now, are you the baby or I'm no? I'm the middle. You're the middle. Oh, the middle child. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely true. All of it. <laughs> well, you're, the two of you are pretty close as sisters go. Yes? yes. Yes. And you're also business partners. Yeah, we are. And you still love each other. We do. Absolutely. That's a thing. That's a thing right yeah. there. So we'll talk about our company, but I want to sort of hear our story before we talk about our company and the logistics of it. Started by your parents. Yes, that's correct. Tell me all about it. Well, uh, my parents, Bob and Lynn Huff, started the company, and they started the company actually 40 years ago this year. Um, 40 years. Yeah, woo, 40 woo. years, <laughs> yeah, which is quite an accomplishment, yeah. So uh, the way they started is my dad was a nursing home administrator, actually at a manor care facility in Cincinnati, Ohio. My mom was a nurse and a registered nurse, and I believe she was doing working for um, a home care, like, pool company at the time. Okay. And uh, my dad really has an entrepreneur spirit and heart and uh, wanted to start his own business. And b- given their professions, they decided that they were going to buy a nursing home. Okay. So they did that, and they, uh, they bought their first nursing home in Dayton, Ohio. So we all moved. I remember it clearly because I was in second grade. We moved in the middle of the year, in the middle of the school year. That's probably why I remember it. You had to change <laughs> Yes, we had to change yes. schools in the middle, of the, and I was very shy, so that was a little difficult <laughs> for me. But, um, but yeah, they, uh, the nursing home was next door to our home, and uh, so my dad was the administrator. My mom was a physically. director of, physically, physically next door. Okay. Like it was, so it was very much a part of our life. You know, so um, my dad was the administrator. My mom was a director of nursing. So we lived next door. And, uh, you know, we would, you know, as children, we were in the nursing home and at home back and forth. All and the time. All the time. They <laughs> shared a driveway. We would have picnics yeah. for the residents out in the, there was a big grassy area. We would have picnics uh-huh. out there. And so we learned a lot, you know, at a young age of, you know, the value of having relationships with people older than ourselves. Yep. Uh, they have, uh, they're funny. They're fun. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> They have a story to tell, and yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's how it all started. Yeah, you it were seemed so like little. at the time, I'm like, it seemed it was kind of fun. Like, you know, going over there wasn't necessarily a bad thing. We enjoyed, you know, the back and forth of going, you know, between the building, the building and our home, and, um, you know, it was something that was a regular occurrence, you know, us coming in and out. Did dad ever put you to work? 
Oh, all yeah. the time. <laughs> all the time. In, in what capacity? We would carry trays. So back then we would have, you know, the uh, residents food wanted food trays yep. if they wanted to dine in their room or in the dining room. So we would help serve the meals. Yep. Sometimes if the cook would call off, we would help butter, uh, the, toast, butter the toast. Make oatmeal. Um, you know, whatever, you know. <laughs> so that was kind done. of the things we would do. Or maybe uh, sometimes we would help with activities. I like could pass water. That, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you thought it was fun. Yeah, we yeah. did. We never. I I guess we did. We never. We did. You weren't was, scared of the old. No, people. no, no, no. Yeah, no. I wasn't afraid to go over there. That's ever. amazing. I mean, some yeah. kids yeah. would yeah. be right. Now yeah. some of the res, you know, some are more friendly, or you know, everybody sure. has different personalities. Sure. But yeah, like it wasn't like a bad thing. They they all had story. Like yeah, they all had stories, and we would go meet them and talk to them and interact with them. So the appreciation is deep seated. Yeah, it's deep seated. Yeah. So that was second grade. We ain't in second grade anymore. Yeah, no, no. I was in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, I'm so much younger. You are the middle child. So fast forward a few years, and and mom and dad still own the business for how long? They, uh, let's see, we, they sold, we worked with them for a number Mm -hmm. of years and then we bought the business from them. And I think of what year was that? 2004, six. No, it was like 2000, mid two thousands. We'll call it. Okay. Yeah. Can't remember the exact date. There were multiple transactions that occurred. You'll have that in 40 years, won't you? Yeah. (laughs) So when you worked for mom and dad, how was that? You know, I I I enjoyed it for my, my mother, and let me tell you, she can, <laughs> she held me to task. <laughs> you know, it could be, my dad's very energetic person, so yeah. he was always, you know, you knew whatever you were going to do, it was going to be full of enthusiasm, and you yeah. were going to be moving and doing things, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then my mom was more the uh, keep things organized kind of person, and um, so but they both have high expectations. But they both had about high expectations, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. And and you, I will say this: there wasn't. You know, being that they were our parents, I think that you hold yourself to a very high standard because you don't want to let them down. And also, I think that there is, uh, I felt early in my career when I joined the business that I felt I had to do extra to prove myself because I was always a kid. I'm Mm -hmm. always, I'm still the kids, kids. (laughs) even at 40 some years old. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. And so you do, you hold yourself to a very high standard because it's a big responsibility to help people, you know, and care for people. So it's, um, you know, you take, you, you make a good point and people forget that sometimes people think, um, because they're your parents that you got, you got it easy. I think it's the opposite. <laughs> so I, it was I, the way I experienced it was opposite. Yeah, yeah. it's the opposite. You got yeah. And like you said, you don't want to disappoint them above right. and beyond the yeah, business piece yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So at some point, you transitioned from working in the business to owning the business, mid-2000, yes. you say. And what prompted that change? My parents wanted to retire, Mm-hmm. And uh, so they they actually started another business. Yeah. They uh, started a pet <laughs> resort down in Florida. So yeah. they're pr- pr- they're continuing they're always, to work, continuing to work. You know, they're in their early seventies. You but said they, entrepreneurs. They are yep. entrepreneurs. So they're, they're and my still, dad still is the dreamer and the builder, yep. and mom is still the one you know matching the numbers and taking all that. Into okay, account. they're in great balance for each other. Yeah, Definitely. they are. Yeah, Definitely. yeah. So they wanted. To so-called retire. Yeah. Retire to another yes. job. Yeah. Uh-huh. Another retire business. to a new yeah. line of business. And yeah. did they say, hey, 
come buy this or we're going to put this for sale? Or how did that conversation sound? It was a discussion over time. You know, we kind of, because for for a while we leased parts of the business from Mm -hmm. them. So Mm -hmm. it kind of happened in steps. So it was kind of a natural progression. Mm -hmm. More of a natural progression for you than Sarah, because you were in healthcare. Yes, I was from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. As a physical therapist. Yeah, okay. Physical therapist. And you worked at one of your dad's nursing homes yeah, for a while. Yeah, carriage in a date. And yeah, I was the rehab director and the uh-huh. physical therapist there. So yeah. But you were the wild child, Miss Middle Child. You'd run off I, to Chicago and I built a different so. life. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that. Oh, so I guess after I finished my undergrad, I, um, Got a job in Chicago working for Kaplan Educational Centers, and I did hiring and recruiting for them. Developed a love for education through them, and during that time, I was pursuing my master's degree. My master's degree is in school psychology, and um, I worked in Schomburg City Schools and in Evanston City Schools, and I was newly married during that time. Uh And so I think it was about... 2003, my dad would start to have conversations with me and he would say, um, it's time now, Sarah. He's like, you, are you in or are you out? I'm like, <laughs> oh my goodness. No pressure, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, it was, it what was, what did he of, want you to do? He wanted you to come and he did. Work. He wanted me to come and work in the family business. He okay. definitely did. And, um, he didn't have a job in line or in plan for me. He just said, when I got here, I would figure it out. So it was important to your parents that it continued to be family owned and operated. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say for sure. Hard decision yeah. for you? It was a hard decision. I I loved living in the city and I loved um working with students and families. Mm-hmm. But it was actually there were more similarities I think um mm-hmm. than I ever would have realized. My husband is a school teacher and we frequently talk about um things and how there are some very striking similarities between the school system and education system and things like that. Healthcare, yeah. Yeah. Kids and seniors. Kids and seniors, yeah. yeah. And dealing with, you know, parents and people that have very strong emotions and feelings about loved ones and Well, um, kids and seniors to get them. it right. It's all us in the middle. Yeah. yeah the middle. <laughs> We're the ones that are confused. Yeah. <laughs> but there's more truth on on the ends of the continuum there. Yeah. And was it a good decision? Oh, absolutely. Although I will say, when I started, I um, was thinking about this earlier, and I, when I left my job there in Chicago, I said I was taking a leave of absence rather than um, fully committing because I knew... Were you scared? I was not... Maybe a little bit. And sure. I think it's okay to have a little bit of fear, Absolutely. to be honest. I, um, Makes you human. Yeah. I, you know, I was like working in a family business for my father and, you know, with siblings and things. I knew that I loved them very much, and I wanted those relationships to be good and whole. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that, I mean, for the most part, has continued. But I will say, I'm like, it's not easy to balance those relationships. But I'm, I don't regret my decision at all. It was but, a really good one. Now, let's talk about that whole family dynamic, because it can be <laughs> tricky, right? Um, yeah, you want to yeah. love each other. Definitely. Do you have rules about when you can discuss business and when you don't? Or Yes. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. hold yourself to them. Absolutely, yeah. So you don't talk about it at Thanksgiving dinner? No. no. <laughs> and I will say, I think that actually Ken, um, Kara's husband, was a good one that set that foundation. I mean, 
And it seems like, oh, you're compartmentalizing so much. But the reality was is setting that boundary was healthy Mm -hmm. because it allows in those environments to really be just about family and not necessarily like, you know, always driving, you know, things about business at the same time. So I've had the privilege to get to know the four of you a little bit over the last six years, and you're all very different. Um, How's that work out? There's four of you. It's an even number. When you disagree, what do you do? Toss a coin? (laughs) I I think we talk a lot until we reach an agreement. And there are things that we definitely, you know, don't agree on or don't come to agreement on. But I, the goal is, is that when we go out and we care for people um, that we, we do have agreement. And I think that was a big part of our mission, vision and values, to be well, honest. Well, you're united on the front line. Yes. There's no doubt about that. You but know, I, and I'm, that's... I'm being nosy. I'm thinking behind <laughs> the scenes. Behind there... the scenes. What, but what about this? So I think about this sometimes. This is a heavy burden. This is an important business that we do. We, we provide care to people. Um, you lose sleep at night. Hey, we just all the time. We just went through a very difficult year, right? Yes, talk, I was going to say this year has been especially challenging. You know, we've 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 faced a pandemic, and being in a pandemic in the nursing home industry has been. It's been a heavy um, responsibility to carry. Yes. Um, we care not just for, um, you know, our residents and clients, but our staff and um, making decisions, you know, at a time when you don't always know the exact right answer. It, it's it's caused some sleepless nights this year, for sure. I think I have more wrinkles now. <laughs> I know I do. Yeah. It was a heck of a year. Yeah. I, I'm so glad to hear you say that, though, because we do have to make hard decisions. And mm-hmm. sometimes we're not exactly sure, you know. Yeah. We're doing the best we can. Um, but we always have the patient or the employee Mm -hmm. Um, at the center of the decision. I've seen that firsthand. So um, 2015, 2016, we sort of had a a new brand. We had a new vision and a new mission, and we um, developed core values. Um, And that was the second generation ownership doing that, right? And Karen, did you have a conversation with someone recently who told you how uncommon second generation ownership is? Yeah, yeah. I've been in a couple of conversations with people and they, they're always like, oh, wow, that's uh, very unusual. And I was like, yeah, we're making it work, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there are challenges with it, like Sarah spoke to. But, you know, there's a lot of blessings and good things that come out of it, too. So take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you you learn to work things out. I think the boundaries we set, you know, um, you know, as far as like trying to keep family life separate from business life, but it, they still intersect mm-hmm. because, yeah. you know, you always are a family member, whether you're working or at home. It's so the you, truth. It, yeah. mm-hmm. So sometimes that's challenging because you don't want to hurt people's feelings. Or sometimes, you know, you say <laughs> things to family members, you don't say to other people, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. it can work both ways. But, um, you know, I think we, um, we do a good job with it. One thing that we have um, done this year that I think has been a, a really a, a strength of us being a family business is we have an advisory board. Um, so we've invited outside people that were, um, and Sarah headed this up, is we have outside 
outside people to come and help us as with big picture topics, mm-hmm. bounce mm-hmm. ideas around and help us make good decisions to keep the business in a good. Yeah. Um, I'm glad Kara brought that up successful. because that was something I was yeah. going to say. You know, when we talk about being a family business, there are definitely unique things that occur in a family business. And um, engaging some outside experts was really important in our process. Um, I feel like to make it successful, one of our recommendations was specifically forming an outside advisory board, mm-hmm. um, along with another um, couple of other ideas that um, she brought in related to, you know, managing conflict and things like that. And it, w- it was very helpful for us. Um, and, you know, I think we're still in the process and of implementing that. But then also developing... Um, relationships with other family-owned businesses has been helpful because it's just just a little different. Relationships. So there's a word we could pivot on, right? Um, We we say it has a family feel, um, and we're so vested um, in this company because we have strong relationships with each other. We know each other. Like, I know the owners, and they know me, (laughs) and and they know my kid's name and my kid's story, and that that goes a long way. Yeah. of course, when we have to say goodbye to somebody, that's difficult too. And we do have people, we have long-term employees. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, we yeah. have some employees that have been with us almost from inception Yeah, yeah. in our nursing homes and even in some of our home care agencies. Yeah. And that's another thing that's kind mm-hmm. of tricky about this yeah. business. Lots of service lines. We don't yes. specialize in just one thing, right? We do nursing homes, home care, hospice, private duty, senior living, outpatient yeah. therapy. Right. That's a lot of stuff. It is, yeah. 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 Um, why do we do all that? <laughs> well, the idea, the idea about, uh, you know, is it, it occurred over time as we bought, in, you know, different businesses and my parents bought different things. But the idea is that we're a continuum of care and we're offering choices to seniors because, you know, at different points in your, um, you know, in the aging process or in your lifetime, different um, need, you have different needs. Different and so options, the idea is yeah. to offer all of our residents and clients choices that, you yeah. know, they can decide, do they need home care? Do they need to do a short term rehab stay in a nursing facility and having all those different different thing, um, things under one umbrella is unique because you don't see too many people that are companies that have, you know, the breadth of services that we have. But that's yeah. the idea is to giving people choices. And it goes hand in hand with our tagline, which I think you developed, Kara, helping seniors age on their own terms. Yeah. yeah. So recognizing that, you know, seniors are their own expert persons <laughs> and they make their own decisions and they have they should have choices. They should have a voice. Yeah. I think that's something that Kara does. Did does really well is recognizing you know they're still an individual and they still have choices mm-hmm. and they have things that they want and and I feel like you know that is something that like as you age it's not like all of a sudden you're like okay I'm gonna let my daughter start making decisions for me it's no they they still want to be deciding things and independent on what their choices are mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they still are. <laughs> Yeah, they'll happily tell you mm-hmm. they are in charge. Um, mm-hmm. And your parents are aging now. Is that a fair statement? That's true. Absolutely they have the true. blessing of getting older, right? <laughs> yeah. So ha- has that impacted the way you see the business at all? They're still both very healthy and active. 
they are. They're very, they're both very energetic and good health, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, to some degree, um, it, it's more actually with my husband's uh, parents. Uh, they've they're quite a bit older, so uh-huh. you know it does change your. It gives you a whole new appreciation and perspective when you're the customer of your own business. Yeah. You know? Recently, we had that experience. Uh, we used home care f- to help my uh, mother-in-law who was staying with us at her home for a, a few months, and so um, and it ha- happily it was a great experience, and I learned a lot through it. And uh, we met some wonderful people. I mean, I met some of our staff that I would have never met, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was really uh, eye-opening, but also a very good experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I remember when we did this rebranding thing, because I was a part of the team, we changed the name um, and you came up with, you guys chose the core values. Talk to me about, there were four of them. Let's talk about compassion. What does compassion mean to us? Compassion at its heart really is about treating someone with the utmost of respect and, and with your heart open to them and with a kind with a kind viewpoint. You know, it's really it's being empathetic. You know, a lot of the people that we help are um, in bad health mm-hmm. and they're not having their best day. And you mm-hmm. you try to keep uh, yeah. treat them with kindness no matter what and how you would want to be treated, mm-hmm. how your own parent, you would want your own parents treated. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the idea behind compassion. I think, and I was going to say, I think, you know, historically, I think our tagline before was family taking care of family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think the compassion part of that now really related to that. And, um, yeah, we're not always caring for, you know, somebody at their peak or at their um, highest point, you know, when you're in healthcare, they're not usually yeah. the best. But usually doing it not. with compassion, you know, and kind of an open heart to what they're going through, I think yeah. is important. And one thing we talk about a lot on the front lines with that compassion piece is staying out of judgment, right? Uh, it means you do treat people kindly. You're not passing judgment on their circumstance or or their personhood, or the experience that they're in, the predicament that they're in. Um, gratitude is another one. Gratitude's one of yeah. my favorite. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. What's that mean yeah. to you? It's really about being grateful for the opportunity to make a positive impact yeah. on the people we're serving. You That's know, right. it's a privilege. It's, it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a privilege it to be able to take care of somebody as they age. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that. All of the world sees it that way, but it truly, it comes with... Well, they got um, it wrong, Sarah. I know. It comes with a perspective of life that they show you and teach you through that. Mm-hmm. And that that makes it a privilege, you know? It does. And I don't know about you ladies, but gratitude helped me get through 2020. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to remind myself on a regular basis, some days, multiple times, <laughs> what I was grateful for yeah. when I was having a low moment or when we hit brick walls. I mean, we had yeah. some serious loss. Um, And we weren't like we weren't planning for that in 2019. It hit us just like it hit the rest of the world out the blue. And we all experienced it together. But gratitude is a very powerful um, concept or emotion or thing to practice um, daily to help get you through. I like that you say practice because Mm -hmm. it's a choice to be grateful. It is. It is. Yes. And it puts your heart in the right direction. It does. That's why they say gratitude is good medicine, right? (laughs) Um, Leadership. Leadership. That's one of our core values. What's that mean to us? I think it's about setting high standards for the organization and for each other. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Lead by example. Lead by example, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting because, um, and there are two other owners that aren't at the table with us, your husband, Kara's husband, and both of your brothers, Josh. Um, And you all lead, you're all actively involved in the business. And I guess a lot of people would say, why do you do that? Why don't you... (laughs) (laughs) step back, get out of the weeds, as they say, but you choose to be actively involved. Why is that? Well, I think we, we, it's part of our lives and we uh, take the responsibility for the business very seriously and Mm -hmm. would just like to be involved. You know, Um, you can still have a big, it's important to have a big picture perspective, but I also think it's important to, you know, be aware of what's going on with the business. So we all have our different areas that we kind of focus on, Mm -hmm. but um, I think it makes the business better uh, for us being actively Mm -hmm. involved. I hope it does. That's the idea. It uh, it definitely does. And you have skin in the game. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Why wouldn't you be involved? Okay. What did I forget? Compassion, respect, respect, respect. Arya's peace. Yeah. What's that all about to us? Respect is about respect, you know, respecting the value of of each individual and uh, whether it be, you know, a client or a patient that we're caring for, or also it goes uh, with our staff too. You know, we want to respect them and their contributions that they make, you know, and I think showing that mutual respect um, from, you know, staff to staff or from mm-hmm. staff to um, the ones we care for is really important because mm-hmm. um, it just sets the framework how, uh, for the rest of the values that we have, you know, like compassion. It starts with respect and then it breeds into, you know, flows into compassion and leadership and yeah. gratitude. Mm-hmm. One thing I'll add, I, I think it's important and I see us doing this, is that we see each other as people. And yeah. we see our mm-hmm. patients as people. They're not a patient. It's not a resident. It's not a client. It's a person. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, so on that note of respect, I think also there are times, whether you're in a family business, whether you're dealing with a staff member or you're helping a family member in a decision process, and respect becomes sometimes having that hard conversation um, because it's important to have that hard, hard conversation and doing it in a way that is respectful with compassion and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And um, it kind of sets the, these are the boundaries or the ways that we operate. It goes to culture, yeah, right? Culture yeah. is mm-hmm. how we get things right. done. Mm-hmm. And all of these core values go to culture. And we're constantly... Mm-hmm striving for improvement right because nobody's perfect we're not you know (laughs) you know we try that's the thing is you know when we developed i remember when we sat down and took a few days to develop our mission vision vision and our value statements and uh, it was a very difficult process surprisingly enough and you know you because you're like well but we don't what if we don't sh- um, show them all all the time? We're all right. imperfect humans. Mm-hmm. So sometimes yeah. we fall short, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that's what we're striving for. Yeah. And we've we've made it a practice in the past few years, actually, to start meetings uh, by reading uh, the mission, vision, and value right, statements yeah. because mm-hmm. it really sets a tone for yeah. how you want the meeting to occur or just, you know, kind of— um, focuses on what it's all about you know certainly there's all kind of business details you have to take care of but you know focus on what yeah that was our our purposes that we started and i can actually i say he was the first one that read him and i'm like wow that was really powerful i really Mm -hmm. liked it yeah it was good yeah Mm -hmm. so when somebody says family owned and operated why should we buy from why should we go to family owned and operated businesses 
I think there's a level of caring and a level of uh, pride that, you know, you want to support those individuals who put their heart and soul. Family owned and operated (laughs) business means they put their heart and soul into uh, what they're doing. So whatever that is, I think that um, it's it's part of it's part of the American spirit. I feel like it's, you know, supporting local and family owned and Mm -hmm. operated businesses is part of being an American, the American way of life Mm -hmm. of, you know, being independent and working hard and, you know, creating community around you mm-hmm. um yeah. so that's why they say think globally shop locally yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly right. anything else on that family owned and operated from you sarah we've always been a strong part of the communities where we've operated oh you said that too and you yeah. all do live we're pretty much ohio yes and a yeah. piece of west virginia mm-hmm. and all of you live in ohio Definitely. not all in the same neighborhood but Ugh. in the regions that we yeah. serve yes mm-hmm. and that matters. It does. Because you know yeah. what's going on. Right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. again, you know, it, what's happening in your community impacts you. That's right. Yeah. You might be taking care of one of your neighbors. Yeah. And I've, well, I've done that before. Accountability yeah. Yeah. there yep. for yep. sure. Yep. Huh? <laughs> All right. Well, I so appreciate you joining me today. I hope that we have made the point. Um, why it matters, family owned and operated. Um, 40 years, you doing this 40 more? <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> what the future holds. We'll yeah. see. God willing, right? God willing, yes. Listener, thank you for joining us. Till next time, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be forever at your back. <laughs>